Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am spending some time with my friend, Kendra Sellers. Hello, Kendra. How are you today? Hello, Jackie. I am doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you have recently completed an article for us, and I am going to tell you this is something I didn't even know about, so I'm excited to share this with our listeners. The name of the article is How Dental Hygienists Can Tap into the Power of Medical Billing. How did you get started doing this type of work? Well, uh, I was in practice management several years ago, and through that, I attended a two-day immersion course on medical billing, and I did, actually did that four times. So long story short, I did that four times, and I, was, I had learned a lot. I think it's great information to do those types of meetings, but I came, I came out of every single one of them with more knowledge, but still not enough knowledge to know how to implement the process of medical billing into a practice. And typically what I saw was either the doctor or the doctor and an admin person or just the admin person in the room at these meetings. And I thought, well, how in the world are they ever going to implement this into a practice? Because as a practice management consultant, I thought there's there's just no way you're going to be able to bring this information back in and know where to even start. So I, I did approach the speaker who I'd seen now four times. And I attended all his <laughs> courses because I, I got to know him and I liked him and we just resonated and had many long conversations about this. But, you know, one of the questions to him was, how many people do you think are truly successful at this process? And he frankly said, probably not many. And I was like, well, have you ever thought about an implementation type program? And he said, I have, don't want to do it. No interest in that. And he, you know, he was really on the speaking circuit and that's where he enjoyed being. And I, I get that. But what I saw it as is a huge opportunity and not only for hygienists, but just as the practice as a whole. So that is how my company started. So a, a hygienist could actually learn from you about how to promote submitting medical insurance in the dental office in addition to dental insurance, correct? Correct. You you can submit yeah. to both insurances to be paid up to the full fee that you build. You can't keep a penny more than that. So, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, just for our listeners, because I didn't know this, but there is a list of procedures in your article, and I'm going to read them because there's so many. I don't know that you would remember them all, Kendra, but you have that you can bill medical for exams, Panorex. CT scans, fluoride varnish, SDF, advanced oral cancer screenings, TMJ orthotics, phrenectomies, wisdom teeth extractions, bone grafting, implants, and biopsies, and much more. So this is a huge benefit 
for our patients. Oh, absolutely. And many of those things are not covered by dental. CTs are typically not covered by dental, bone grafting, phrenectomies, wisdom teeth. And, And I shouldn't say they're maybe not covered by dental, but often dental is now pushing some of these things to medical first, but practices don't know how to do medical first. So they they don't. But that being said, any of those procedures, you're going to quickly add up to that thousand to fifteen hundred dollars that you're chasing to achieve on every single patient very quickly, leaving the patient with more treatment that needs to be done that they no longer have dental benefits for. Yeah, yeah. So do you teach classes on this? I mean, if if somebody wanted to learn how to do it, do they reach out to you, Kendra? I don't necessarily teach classes on it. I actually work one-on-one with with practices and their teams to implement it into their practice and teach them how to bill it to medical, depending on, you know, what it is they want to accomplish, what their goals are with medical billing and what procedures they're providing. So it's yeah. it's very customized and it's quite a quite a niche because there is I mean, we're we're handholding the entire time to ensure that they're successful with this process. So it's, it's, it's very, very niche, as you could yeah. say. Yeah. Well, I can, I can see where it would be very niche, but, but what an asset to an office. I mean, what a great way for a hygienist to be a hero with her or his dentist and come in and say, Hey, why aren't we thinking about possibly doing medical billing? I have found a resource I could bring in mm-hmm. and, just start doing it. Yeah. So say I am clinical, I'm working in an office and I invite Kendra Sellers to come in and talk to our office about how long would it take an office to get started to do this? That really depends on how many procedures they want to bill out and how many specialty things that they want to do. On the high end, 12 months, most of my agreements are nine months to get fully implemented. But if you're if you're billing out not only surgeries, but sleep and TMJ and Botox and, you know, there's a lot of nuances to each of those areas or arenas. So it can just take time. Um, so yeah. I, I would say up to a year of an investment. And, you know, at that time we look at, hey, where are we at? What what kind of support do we still need? And if we need to, we continue on. So but I would say nine to 12 months is pretty much the average. Yeah. And, and what a great marketing tool for a practice, but also a benefit and an asset to your patients that you could say, you know, not only are we going to work with your dental insurance, but we're also going to work with your medical insurance to get, you know, more benefits for you. I mean, that's huge. Well, and not even more benefits, but decrease their out-of-pocket cost, you know, that, because that's, everybody wants to not have to pay for the things that we do. And, you know, we, we typically don't when we go to a medical provider, you know, we don't even think about right. how much it's really going to cost. I mean, I just had knee surgery three weeks ago and, you know, nobody talked to me about how much it was going to cost. Um, I'm just, you know, getting the bills now. So, you know, we, we, we're very different in dental and in how we operate and we have a very strict mindset as well, as far as this thing called dental benefits. It's really not, Mm -hmm. it's a benefit plan. It's not an insurance policy. 
And it's not designed that way. It comes with a lot of limitations, exclusions, and restrictions and, and frequency problems. This can actually help you elevate your patient care. And one thing for me that, you know, speaks strongly is oral cancer. Like that is on the, that is on the uptake. That's, that's rising. And when you have benefits that on the dental side that are saying, Hey, you can only bill out an FMX or a pan every three to five years. Well, that's insanity. That's, that's a huge exclusion that is doing a huge disservice to our patients. We, we know that they're different images. We know why we would do those. But what if you could take a pan every year or every two years to screen for maxillofacial cancer? We could actually find this at an earlier stage. Now that's increasing our standard of care where we really should be thinking about that. And we should be talking to our patients about that instead of letting this thing called dental benefits dictate what we do, when we do it, and how much we bill for it. And when we bill for it. Because what Absolutely. else? What else do we write off? Tons of stuff, right? Tons right. of stuff because it's not Increasing. it's on the it's on the fee schedule, but it's not a covered benefit. I mean, it's just it's just wacky. I I just received a letter from my dental provider. Hey, you still have dental benefits available? Um, I don't have dental insurance actually because we own a couple practices. But I got the letter anyway, and I'm like, you know what? What, why are we chasing this $1,000? Medical has thousands. Can we apply it to my knee? I know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, it's like, really? Why? We we have thousands waiting for us on the medical side. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's so, it's such a different mindset. And I think that's half the battle for for us. I just did a meeting with Dr. Pam and, you know, she's like, why don't dentists do this? And I I really don't know the answer. If they knew what I knew, they would be signing up in groves. Um, and it's, I mean, it just, well, it, it just makes sense. But it's just something that, you know, people just don't know what they don't know. And that's okay. You know, that's why I'm here to try to help show them the way and, and ensure their success along the way. Well, exactly. And between Dr. Pam and, and myself, you know, we've, you've written an article for eVillage. You're doing a webinar with her. You're doing a podcast with me. We're doing a read of the article. I mean, this is information that we want our dental colleagues to know about. And of course, always, you know, with this, Kendra, 10 minutes goes by way, way too fast. But <laughs> I want you to share your contact information with our listeners so they know how to get in touch with you with more questions or possibly set up appointments with you in their offices. Absolutely. So the, the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my website, which is tipsmedicalbilling.com. Uh, if you go to the resource, you can you can do the contact page as well. I'd That'd be great. I will do for you a medical billing analysis or an MBA if you reach out to me. That's something that's complimentary and we can dive into the numbers just for your your practice so that we can get a better idea of what's possible for your practice. But if you go to my resources page, there's also a, a lot of great videos. There's actually a CE that I did through Endeavor. And you can do you can take that. It's free. You get a, a one hour CE for that. And it'll really give you a, a global view of what's possible with medical billing. But that's that's the best way to, to reach out. Go to tipsmedicalbilling.com, look at the resources page, and then you know, hit the contact page and give me 
your information and I'll, I'll reach back and we'll schedule an appointment. Well, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're really, really busy. And to our listeners, I think that we need to get together with Kendra here in uh, three or four months and see how many of you actually reached out to her and how popular we can make this, not only for our offices, but to benefit our patients. So thank you, Kendra. Do you have any closing remarks before we say goodbye? No, I just, I, I appreciate you spreading the word. You know, every time we get a claim processed and paid, you know, our patients are benefiting from that and we don't have jobs without our patients. So, you know, for me, trying to stay patient centric is always is the key and giving them the benefits that they have and they deserve for the things that you do is an outstanding customer service. So going into 2024, you got to make it happen. Well, those are some great closing remarks. I think that is a great uh, New Year's resolution, you know, something you can bring to your practice. And until we meet again, I just want to tell everybody to take care, have a great holiday season, and uh, consider bringing medical billing into your practice with Kendra. Everybody take care and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.